on my right arm, on the top, I have a cube with a bow and arrow, and I have my daughter's name under it. Um, I got that done, and I had a partner's name that I used to wear with. It's a devil, but a fella done that for me in his flat. I wasn't doing this this friend that when we used to be onto the methadone, we used to um, go up to him and he'd take some of the methadone off us and he drew that for me himself. He has all the equipment himself and a fella I used to wear with his name was under it, Jay, but I got that flare over it to cover it in, do you know what I mean? And then I got that done when my dad died. A few months after he died, I got RIP and there's a cross, an orange cross, and then there's a flag. Now a scroll, and in the middle of the scroll, it just has that. Then, um, about six months ago to eight months ago, me and Martin went into town, and I got a rose. I have that on my chest. Just a rose, Martin in the middle of it, and the leaf at the end of it. And Martin got a wing with my name under it. I have four tattoos and the one, there's only one dead and that's my dad, R.I.P. But the rest are still alive and people I care about. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm finished with this chap, but he was very good to me. Do you know what I mean? Very good to me, child. I'd never take that from him. Do you know what I mean? He was very, very good to us. Do you know what I mean? And, like, we talk. We still talk. Kira still idolises and all. Like, if she's seen him, she'd go over to him, do you know what I mean? And, um, like, they're all kinds of, like, I like them all, do you know what I mean? I know some people say they're real trashy and common, but I just wanted them to do because they're my arms and, do you know what I mean? Dry roast peanuts. Yeah. She does. When she does her shopping, she buys Christmas. You know the onion rings and burger bites. Because we just they they just sit up there watching the telly while we're getting the thing together. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't answer questions around, and they, it's like to be honest with you, it's like kind of a routine. When Debbie comes in for me to get her hit in the mornings, right? The two of them sit in the front room. Do you know what I mean? And we just sit in the other part of the room because it's only, you know, the, the, you can see ourselves how small the room is. But don't get me wrong, they have often seen them. They have seen seen us, do you know what I mean? Now, but they, ha they haven't seen as much as, like, my child had seen, do you know what I mean? Like, this but, is how we're going to first night to be careful. Now, when my fellas here, we usually went to the bar shop. Flying. He's flying. Like, we don't look on those, and we don't think. But you'd think they don't understand. I have taught that so for a long, long time. With my daughter. Do you know what I mean? They don't. We just like to have a bit of normality in our life. Yeah. Just like take it back to normal. Where's the turnkey? That won't fit around me, don't you? No, because I need to. No, I need to pull it up. Who's at the. Oh, he's stuck to the window? Yeah? Now you just lick it. Over there for a few minutes, won't you? Maybe. 
you see if there's any buses come. Right? Okay. The big buses. Now I'm going to try and get a hit, but if I can't get a hit, I'm going to have to skimp up. We just need you to know that we don't do that in the front of the kids, don't we? No. Like well, I did years ago. I did with my daughter, growing up. I done it a lot because I thought she didn't understand. And then it got to the stage where she put a tone key around her arm, opened me ma's house, and started tapping. That's when I knew she understood. But I was saying she's too young, like she wouldn't have been able to say fucking spikes and bits. Trying to get the vein. And because the, the needles are blunt, it's pushing the vein away, isn't that what it is? It's all lovely. She has it. Oh, you see. I had it. The is too stiff. When we just can put this. What? Not the end of the gun, too well. Martin, just let's try that spike for a minute. shaking yours. I think this is the new spike. Why well, who changed it over? Did. When did you change it over last well, night? Was it. I got it from the Sisters of Charity in Haddington Road and I had to go out to Temple Hill for and you had to bring out our own clothes, you know, your own clothes. She was only six weeks when I got her. And she was very easy to rest. She was the best, even though she's sitting there. She was, she reared herself because she was no trouble. She kind of, uh, when she came to train and all, everything came natural to her, you know. She was really great. She was no, she was a great baby. Slept all the time, you know. <laughs> but like, she was lovely. And I mean, I wanted to get because the nun in Haddington Road asked me, would I not take a boy? Because there was plenty of boys then, but everyone was looking for girls. And I said, no, I said, I want a girl. I said, because in the old days, I'd have company. So that's really why, you know, it was great. I told her when she was five that she was adopted. And then, as I say, uh, when she came to a certain age, then I used to say to her, uh, well, in case anyone on the road had said to her, which they did say that she was adopted, she already knew, so it didn't hide anything. And they recommended that, the adoption did recommend that, that you tell them that, uh, you know, when they came to use of reason and that, you know. But other than that, no, she was a great baby. And she was a lovely baby. She had lovely blonde platinum cords. She was like Shirley Temple. I can't really remember acting from very, very early on. There's just one thing that always stuck in my head, but like, it was about 10. I'll never forget it. It was just, I remember we were all out on the roads, do you know what I mean, playing, and um, up in Crumlin. We were all out on the roads, and um, we were playing, and someone turned around, and caught me a bastard right so just I don't know what happened anyway but I was saying I'm not a bastard I have a mother and father and all this and someone said no you haven't you're adopted right now I didn't know really what that meant do you know what I mean 
So I went in and he was crying and I remember me ma me dad sitting me down and saying, You're special, you are wanted. We're not your real mother and father. But I went into this hospital, he said, and there was loads and loads of babies all in cots, he said. And um, I turned around and he said, I was walking by. Yeah. Now, I always remember this, right? He said, I walked by and I seen you, he said, and you had your tongue in your mouth, he said, mm -hmm. and you were smiling, right? Now, I used to think I was great and think I was special, right, all the time. But I was very rebellious to all this, do you know what I mean? Like, I used to be very jealous of my brother, but yet I got more. But I always remember my dad saying that, and for years I always used to say, well, I'm special because... And then it was only later on in life I found out, you don't go into a hospital and pick a child, you're just given a child, but I didn't understand that. It was only like when I had me my own daughter, the first words, and it was... The first words when my father came in to see, see me, he turned around and he said, I'll do anything in my power to help you find your real mother and father because I'm not our granddad. And I said, come in, I tell you, you're our granddad and that's it. She was eight year old. Remember Sister Teresita in the Loretta? Yeah. Sent for me. And I had Sister Teresita in the Loretta. I went yeah. to the Loretta and I had the same nun. And she invited me down when she heard who Suzanne was. And she had her in the seat that I sat in. And uh, she was very nice to you, wasn't she? You know, she yeah. was a cross known, but she was very stern, but she was good. And I remember her telling me that she brought uh, some of the class over, whether it was the whole class, over to the Shukumna Shopping Centre. Hector Grace. And seeing me, Hector Grace. And of course, she came out and distributed all the purses to all our friends. She was at the Robin. You know, keyring poses. Yeah, she was at the Robin. I used to buy me friendship. Yeah, she did. My ma but, always yeah. said it. I bought me friendship. But anyhow, from that, I said, uh, I said to Sister Teresa, well, we'll have to look after this. So her daddy and I, the two of us, uh, we went to This is only doctor. really coming back to me yeah, now, yeah. ma'am. When I was talking yeah. the other day, like, I forgot all about yeah. that. I only really started talking. Well, when I went down to I'd the doctor. But I'd to come back to me now, what you're talking about. I remember when I went what down we had to, to the do, young yeah. doctor, I, the two of us went down, and we said, up and told them what everything was wrong. And uh, I asked him to give me a letter, and he gave me a letter for St. John of God's in Ratgar. And we used to have to go every month, the four of us, David, the daddy and I and Suzanne and they used to take all particulars and I remember it was a man we had and I know we went there a half day every every week every month was it every month I think and seemingly uh, he used to ask her questions and ask us questions but she, she was better able to talk than what we were so anyhow uh, at the end of it all he uh, he turned and he said to us, and he brought her out once on her own, and what went on with them, I don't know. But when at the end of it all, he came, he said, the only thing about it was, we were overprotective, and that to give her a lead way. So my ma was nearly 60 when I had Kira, and she was saying, like, she was old, like, I won't be able to help you with her. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and like, if I was younger, I would, like, are you going to be okay and all this? And, like, I know it's a tech because the first night I was with Kira's father, I slept with him and I got caught on Kira. Like, I wasn't going out with him. I seen him and I don't know what happened. And we ended up, we went back to a flat and we had sex and 
I got caught. Now he had been on heroin previous to that, but I never knew that. I found out when I was about three months pregnant. Like I kept going to work. I didn't tell my mother and father till I was um, six months. I was at the telling my brother and he said, tell them before someone else tells them. You know the way Pete, you know the way you talk. So anyway, um, I didn't want to be pregnant. I didn't want to be pregnant. Like I had a job and like I felt like I was the first person on the road to be, I was like the first person on the road to be teeing and like I was from a good background, you know what I mean? I felt I was like letting them down. But it was just when I sat with my dad and Ma sat me down, like I remember my Ma, she cried and cried. And then when my dad came in from work, she told me dad. And my dad said to me, you really let me down. Like I always wanted a white wedding for you, you know, all this. And I was saying, like, they're saying it, like there's loads, we can help you, do you know what I mean? Like you're only a child, you're a baby, having a baby. And I was saying, well, I was thinking and thinking and then Something just came into my head. She might never have a father, but she'll always have a mother, do you know what I mean? So I ended up keeping her. And I went and I went to my appointments, done everything right. Like a few of my friends were out there having kids, like, but they were only young. The children were only like, they, like not even a year. And they were like little dolls, do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like being mammy, like, it was like, because I used to always mind kids on the road, you know, and push them up and down. and bring them into the house and like me mad cube for them and you know like I used to babysit and all for me auntie's kids and I babysit for a girl on the road and all like I loved kids but I could always give them back do you understand what I mean like I know it sounds terrible but you could kind of when you take someone's child out to mind you, you're great with them but at the end of the day you can give them back so I had her anyway and that's the night me dad turned around and said to me would you like to find your real mother and father? And I said, no, well, I never had, I'll never miss, you know? So, Kira's father was at the end getting locked up again. And I was living down in Oliver Bond Flats. And um, two, two girls, one I went to school with, used to come into the house. And Kira was six months old. It was Oliver Bond I lived in. And um, started um, coming in, and I started going out robbing with them, right? So we used to go out robbing, and the two of them were on heroin. Now, I wasn't on heroin, like, I used to see them doing it, cooking her up and getting their hit and all, and, like, it never kind of bothered me. I used to be saying, like, they'd get it and then all of a sudden they'd be asleep, do you know what I mean? Like, they'd be goofing off and all. So, um, I used to say, what? Well, so one day, they turned up, one night we were coming home, we were also coming back from Selbridge, right? And one of the girls was driving, and um, I turned around and um, they said, like, we were at the selling everything, and we were at the getting, I think, about £280, right, worth of stuff after selling it. They said, we need to, we, we need to take £40 each so we have our turn on for the morning, right? So I said, you mean to say, you are taking £40 because you are on drugs, and I'm not on drugs. So if I was on drugs, I'd get £40, and then we'd split it between the three of us, and they said, yeah. So I said, well, give us a skin pop. So the first time I ever went on to heroin was a skin pop. That was just pushing that's the heroin into your arm or into a muscle. Do you know what I mean? It's not going into a vein. It was skin popping. So I actually, the first time I tried it, it was filters. Do you know what I mean? What people, what people leave on a spoon. That's what I took. And I skin popped it into my arm and I vomited my ring up for about an hour. 
kept getting sick after taking it, kept getting sick. I had to go up and ring my mother. It was a Friday, I'll never forget it. But I rang up and my ma said to me, you sound real funny. And I said, no, I just had a few cans. And um, like when I stopped getting sick and after I put, rang my ma and I said, I'll see you Sunday, love you, all this. And um, when I was walking back down the hill to Oliver Bond, like I kind of felt grand, but I felt like I was floating. Do you know what I mean? Like I stopped getting sick. Like on my way up to the phone, I was getting sick. And um, on my way back down, like I felt great. I felt like I was floating. I said, Jesus, this is like... So the next day, what you call it, um, we, we still had money left, do you know what I mean? And we got, and they gave me a bit, like a squirt each, do you know what I mean? So I had that, got sick again. Like was getting sick for a while, you know what I mean? And then um, I started taking it. Like I was kind of say I took it. I took it them two days, like, and then the next day I felt kind of like I'm in the gang. Like I felt like I was one of the girls or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I got like see I hadn't got Kira. Do you know what I mean? Like so I'd no worry of waking up to a baby or anything because she was with my mother's. So I ended up I took it and um. I took her the next day and I rang me ma and I said, Ma, is there any chance you're keeping care? I said, for a few days, I said. You see, I thought that she was on something first, but I kind of never knew. i never seen her doing it because her, she used to change. She'd come in real bright and bubbly and the next minute she'd turn on the two of us. And like we were, we were, we were the wrong ones. And then you see, she, this week she wasn't well and she said that she was after being getting sick. And would we mind care? So I took her, we took her, and she said keep her for a week. And of course, after the week was over, then she rang here and she said, Will you bring Kira down? I don't know what day it was. And she said, I'll meet you at the Black Church in Thomas Street. And anyhow, when we went down, I was sitting in the car and we waiting. And there she was sitting on the little wall at the church. And I didn't know her. And I said to Paddy, I said, my God, I said, that's not Suzanne, I said, she had gone to nothing, I didn't know her, she was nothing to me, and anyhow, when we, when she came over to us, I, she said, I said to her, how are you, she said, I'm not a lot better, but she says, however, I take her, and we wouldn't let her, and we brought her home. People say you get a habit in three days, like, I didn't feel sick for about, till about a week and a half, you know what I mean, then I thought I needed it, you know what I mean. Like, I wouldn't see the, them girls, like, every day, you know what I mean? Like, then after a while, I start, like, bringing people into me home, you know, to get them to fix me up. And then I was out robbing and, like, my money was going on heroin and, like, I used to rob out and dones and all and, like, I used to rob the fellas' jumpers, you know, the jumpers, the diamond jumpers, and, like, you'd get £20 for a jumper each. So it meant if you got two jumpers, you had your, your money for your gear. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it was easy in the beginning, but then, like, after, say, a month or a month and a half, like, it went, my habit went up. It was like I was in a little world of my own. Do you know what I mean? I had my baby. I had her done lovely. Do you know what I mean? She wanted for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know a baby, like, all you need to have is their SMA and then the small box of food and things like that. Like, at that time, I think we used to only get 56. 
I think he got 56 on Unmarried Mothers now. I could be wrong. I think it was around that. Like, he only got 15 on, yeah, once a month, you know, yeah, chance allowance. But, like, I was robbing, and I really had nothing to do with my money, and that's how I started getting into heroin. But after, like, a few months, start getting in, like, from every time I took it, I used to get sick. Every time I took it, like, even after a few months, and it got to a stage that, um, I started losing the weight, do you know what I mean? And I went very, very thin and like I wasn't eating. All I wanted was ice pops and chocolate, you know what I mean? And then kind of great in the beginning for about the first month, two months, I always had my money. But then I started getting like I was waking up sick and I have no money. So I'd be kind of praying someone would knock at me door and fix me up so I'd be able to get out and go robbing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was only, like, after a month I realised, like, I kind of needed it. But, like, I had a few bob and savings and all and in credit union and I ended up, like, when that was all gone, like, that's when I kind of had the habit. Well, I had an idea it was something, but, like, at that time I didn't think she was as deep with it, you know, or what she was on or anything, you know. Because she hid a lot from me. And, I mean, I never saw her doing anything. But then after that, you see... I don't know who she was meeting, then she was going to Bally Ferns and she was scared it was left with this one, that one and that one. Now she'd come here on a Friday and when she'd come on a Friday she'd have nothing on. She'd only, she wasn't even washing after. She never had a vest or nothing. We used to build her up with clothes and send her back and the next day she'd come down she'd have nothing. So what she'd done with them, I don't know. And she was left with different people and we weren't pleased about that either. Imagine this used to be my bedroom when we were growing up. I know. Only it used to be a double bed. It used to be a double bed in this room when you were only a ba baby baby. My cot used to be there. No, when you were a baby baby, I used to have you in the bed with me when you were only... You used to be in a cradle there, you know, the top of a pram. When I was a baby baby, I used to be in the middle of me nanny and grandad. No, that was when you got older. You used to be in here with me in a double bed. Then Nanny got rid of the double bed so we could put your cot there. But when you woke up, when, Nanny when I used to be feeding you, no, when no. When you used to come in from discos, me Nanny used to say she'd come in. And take you and in. And take me in and I yeah. used to be kicking their backs. That was when you were big, care. I'm talking about when you were a baby. Before, before you were one. But Kira, remember when you were small, right? And I don't know whether you remember, and we used to live down in um, the ranch, right? Yeah. Remember, we used to, I used to call Gear messages, right? And um, I used to say, Kira, I'm having a message, don't come in the room, okay? That'd be when I'd be having me turn on, right? But it got to the stage that Kira used to say, I'd be putting Kira to bed, right? And Kira, what did you say? Do you remember? Oh yeah, I used to say because she, when she'd be putting me to bed, because when she used to take a, when she used to take a message, I used to be able to stay up late. No, but when I used to take a message, what would happen to me? She'd fall asleep, and I'd be able to, like, 
do everything well, like when I'd be up and when she'd be putting to me bed I'd say Ma take a message. Ma would you not take a message? So I wouldn't have to go to bed. Do you know what I mean? She got so cute. She understood like if I took a turn on that I'd goof off and she'd be able to play around, you know what I mean, in the house. Do you know what I mean? Like it was it's like if she sees me taking, like, I'm on Theresa Martin, two value man, it's still not a day, right? Now, if I say to her, I'm taking one, she's okay, right? But if I say I'm taking them all, what do you say? Wait, you're going to be what? I'm, I'm going to be... You're going to be gaga. Yeah. What does that mean? Explain she, what gaga means. She falls asleep. Yeah. And, and she doesn't just, like me when I'm like that. Don't you know? Twelve years ago, you couldn't go out. There wasn't like clinics, do you know what I mean? Like, and um, I got really, really bad. And me ma and me dad took me home. Then they found out I was on the drugs. They took me home. And um, me dad bought me methadone. I'll never forget it. It was 120 pounds for a 500 ml bottle. Now it was brown fire at the time. Me dad bought it for me. And um, he tried to detox me, you know, like bring me down off it. So that worked. And um, now, yeah, that worked. And anyway, so I was back home, living at home, everything grand for about for about a year. I stopped. I didn't really miss it. Do you know what I mean? Because what I had went through, and I got a fright when I went into hospital, do you know what I mean? And um, I was grand then, and what happened was, I ended up, I started going down to a friend in Fatima, right, a girl I used to be with from, for years, and we used to go down, and we used to go out Thursday night to a pub on the Barn Blaney's, you know? And it had a great time, and I ended up, I moved down to Fatima. I got a flat in Fatima on the bottom. I ended up start having a smoke. Now we'd have a smoke of heroin between four of us and we'd be out of it. Now four of us on one half and we'd be out of it. So we started smoking a half gram between four of us just before we'd go to the pub, start getting sick again. So then it was what you call it, we'd start and we were doing it like twice a week. Do you know what I mean? Smoking it. And like then we'd start and we were doing it three times a week and then me, dopey hole says, why don't we use the thing, we get a better buzz, because the smoking wasn't holding us, one cue wasn't doing us then. Kira was about four and a half when I lived in Fama, and I was using in front of her, do you know what I mean? And I was saying, she doesn't, she wouldn't understand, do you know what I mean? And like, um, it got to a stage then one day she put a belt around her arm and she started doing this but where did she do it only up in my mother's so like my mother and father knew that I had been on heroin right but they actually like my mother is so innocent I don't mean innocent but my mother taught you can only use your your main veins you know the two on your arm there and there like she didn't know that you can go in any vein you know that way so like she used to check me, but she'd check there and there, you know, and I'd go up the weekend. But you can use in your hand, you can use in your foot, you can use anywhere. 
But an awful lot of people think you can only use on your arms. Like people don't know that you can use your groin, you can use your neck, you can use really anywhere, anywhere in the vein. You can use heroin, do you know what I mean? I ended up, I met this fella, very nice chap, and um, after a while he moved in with me. Like, red care, like, is, 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 if she was a zone, you know? Um, but he told me to go around to, he put me on to a doctor, do you know what I mean? So I was going to this doctor and I was getting um, 2,000 mils of fire a week and 30 euro hypnol. We had a good bit of money when I was going out with this chap. Like we had, you used to be able to leave your scripts into Stevens Hospital and you'd get about £1,000 back every six weeks. Do you know what I mean? Because you had to pay £98 for two bottles of fire and um, I start going back on the heroin. You know what I mean? Because I had money again. That's the person who I got HIV off. I loved him, yeah. We were trying for a baby. And um, thank God my father never found out I had the virus. He died beforehand. Like, my dad got very, very sick if he had cancer. And it ended up that my dad died. And um, like, I've never been to his grave since, and he's dead since 94, do you know what I mean? I just haven't, I don't think, I will go. I keep saying I'll go, I'll go, do you know what I mean? But I haven't gone yet. Like, my daughter goes and my ma goes, but... I've never gone, you know, it's just something I'll have to face with one day, but I just don't think I'm ready yet, do you know what I mean? Because the year my dad died is the year I found out I was HIV, do you know what I mean? I went up this morning, so I got 80 mils of methadone up in the clinic, right? I got three Samantha. That's them tablets there, the green and white ones, right? Three of them, they're an antidepressant tablet. I'm on them since 94, since I was diagnosed HIV. I'm on two Valium. They're sleeping tablets to relax you as well. And that's still not, I call them still not asleep. They're not, I don't think they're any good. But I get them prescribed every day. See the way my name is on them and all, three different stickers. Like, the still knock is one at night. The um, Valium is, well, they call them Dizepan, but we call them Valium. Like, it's like two to be taken daily. May cause drowsiness is, if affected, do not drive or operate machinery. And then the three Samantha is, take one three times daily. May cause drowsiness, if affected, do not drive or operate machinery. Do you know what I mean? But now that is a half gram. That costs 35 pounds. That's a half that's a half gram of heroin. You know how small that is. Do you know what I mean? And you have to pay it's meant to be forty pounds, but you get it for thirty five. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you get it for thirty if you knew the person, you know what I mean? But but I take me methadone every day, that's eighty mils. I take me three Samantha, me two Valium, and me still not every day, right? Then I'd have that a bag of here. Now not every day because perhaps I've been off it for a while. I was back on it when I was on harm reduction, but now I'm just going to 65. But I also drink on top of this. Do you know what I mean? I drink cans of um, 
stronger as well. You know what I mean? Like I don't drink the vodka anymore. I've stopped drinking the vodka six months now. Don't get me wrong, give or take it. You know what I mean? But because I was really, you know, rowdy. It's okay now, I just want just because I had I haven't had um well I had had I've had me methadone, but I just need to have me torn on and stuff. So all I need is a glass of water, scissors to open the bag. I'm just getting me stuff now. That's just a spoon, right? Now I what I do is I turn on the cougar so it doesn't make the spoon black. Because if you use a lighter, it makes the spoon black. You know what I mean? So once you use the cougar, it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I know it's black on it, but it doesn't come off, you know what I mean? See this white? That's citric, citric acid. This breaks down the heroin. Right, now this is the bag of the gear. Now that cost um, £35. And you can see how small it is. Now I'm just putting on to the spoon. Now I'm just just put that in the ashtray. Usually bony, you know, so just put that on top of it. On top of the heroin. You just bought in the bag so it's not there, you know, for police reasons and different things and you don't have to burn it, but you can throw it out, but most people just burn their bags so, like, there's no evidence, you know, different things like that. Just sucking up the water here. Now, squeeze it all around it. Now, you have to get a filter. I'm just cutting off a filter, that's just, you take a cigarette out of the box, right? You know the white up on the cigarette? You just cut it there like that. Just the top of the cigarette off. Take the brown bit off it. The brown bit off it, right? You know off that. Throw in it, bin, fire, whatever, and that's your filter. You leave that there to the cooker up. Now I'm just going over here. To put this onto the cougar, take cougar. I just put the filter on, see? Now you take this and you just suck it up. There'll be too much here, and then the pounds do it twice probably. Now, that's, see that filter there? See the filter that's on the spoon? Now, remember I was telling you the first time I ever took it. The first time I ever took heroin, that's why I took that, the filter, you know, sucked it up with a thing, I put a bit of water on it, and that's what I took, and that's what I got strung out on, filters. I'm just putting that in there just to let it get killed for a minute. I just want to move the plastic bags, put them in the bin, just so there's never anything, you don't leave them around or anything, you know. Now I'm, that's a tongue here, I'm putting around my foot because I'm going for my foot, my vein and my foot. Now I don't know whether I'll get it or not. I should have got a tighter on. See the way these veins are very small. They're 
very small, see? Not like um, your hand or anything, you know? But this is a diabetic's works now. This is a diabetic's one. This is for small veins, you know? Please God. Look here. Can't even get the needle in, it's so stiff. They're so bad, you know? That's how bad they are, you know? my chest and groin I have used but someone got it for me you know um, like anyway where there's a vein but you have to watch because it could be um, an artery around you know like if it's an artery it's a real no really really pink blood do you know what I mean and if you push heroin into that you would like save your foot your foot would nearly hit your head you know what I mean I don't know whether I even have to. Squeeze the phone. See these veins are so um thin. It was blow, you know blown I'll show you now that'd be if you put it in and um it come out your arm you say was it you say if you're going in your arm do you believe it's too stiff no I haven't even got it Probably end up having a skin pop. I'll try one more time on this one. I don't know what it is, but since Paddy died a lot of me, I think it got stronger that I'm able to talk and say out what I think. And she tell you that I don't let yeah. her away with anything now. No. I say it out straight to her, you know, and she'd probably tell you that. No, but we do talk now, no, ma'am. We, we never used to communicate. No. And it's a terrible thing to say, mm. but I had to take a debt to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know who she was fighting with that she went on the drugs. Was there something that happened that really drove her on the drugs? I never got to the end of that. 
Because, I mean, she was well looked after here. She came from a, a home that was, well, it wasn't that it was strict, but we kept order. We were never, they were never left on their own. We were always together, the four of us. And we used to bring their two pals, David would bring a pal, and we'd bring one for her. So there was always somebody that. went out, you know. We always, we were never on our own in the car, you know that. I told you that in, in, another interview, in another interview earlier on. I used to say to myself, where did I go wrong? But then somebody said to me, you didn't go wrong. And that's what they said to me, because I used to blame myself that there must have been something, you know. The way it is, I'm not, I'm not being smart or being selfish, but the way I look at it is, what I never had, I never miss. I had two parents. Do you know what I mean? Some people don't have any. Do you know what I mean? I had two. I don't want any more. You know what I mean? That's just the way I feel about it. You know? I'm happy, with, happy the way I was brought up. I want to just change, you know. That's it. My hope for the future is that please God she come off drugs. Yeah, and but she to get her own little place and look after care. Care should be with her at this stage in her life. That's what I hope, and I'd be very thankful that happens because it'll give us all a bit of relief. And like, I hope that she goes off drugs. And I just say, I pray to her daddy to look down on her. Ma, and, I'm on methadone. And, yeah. Do you I know, know what that's I mean? a drug in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you, you know mean, mean that you're on methadone? What do you mean? I'm on methadone. Yeah. That's still. not a drug, like, really. It's, it's it a, is a drug. Like, I'm on that every day. I'm on... What's that for your nerves? Day day antidepressant yeah. tablets and I'm on two volume and I'm on a still not. You're not doing that every day. You ever tried to give up? She did. I do. If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other Documentary on One productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.